This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with a great guest. She is a returning guest. She does many things. She's an actor, a model, a podcaster, a pop culture enthusiast, and like I said, many other nouns. It's Grace Hancock. Hi! Hi, how Round you doing? Round two. I'm doing very well. How are you doing with your sassy haircut? Oh, thank you. Do you think it's really sassy? I think it's so sassy. It's very sleek and sassy. It's a it's a masculine but sat like it's everything I love in a haircut. <laughs> it's masculine but I like that is a basic description. I think it's an honest description of me. I mean, look, masculine, I have like but... three day old dirty bedhead top knots. So anybody else is gonna look great compared to this. Yeah, but I mean, to be perfectly honest, you always look put together. Even in, and I have seen you when you're not when you're just like at home. And you, you look when like... When I'm a garbage human? <laughs> no, this is not what I'm saying. You look like when there's a scene that an actor is meant to be like, look, I'm just at home. <laughs> I love that so much. That's like one of the... I didn't realize this until now. This might be one of the highest compliments someone can give me. I'm so warm and fuzzy and relieved. And who knew? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great uh, lazy top knot. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. If that's what it's Only called. Only took me 14 tries. 14 no, tries. Uh, so you you did a great episode a little while back about chihuahuas. Uh, yes. About you, and, and I've the got to see your chihuahuas a little bit more often uh, we, <laughs> because of reasons. For better, for worse. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. And it's great. They're amazing little doggies. Oh, thank you. I mean, Rat is great. Baxter is a little murdery, but like, it's okay. <laughs> but in a charming way. But it, he's so charming. I know. We call him Baxter Bundy because he's very charming and very dangerous. So uh, like Ted Bundy. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, so uh, I just want to get into spooky times because I invited a bunch of uh, guests back to talk about spooky times uh, the and ask them if there are specific things that they're interested in. We're going to get to your obsession, but first I just want to ask you in general about kind of where you are on the spooky spectrum. So <laughs> I know you like Halloween a lot. Oh, yes. I know that you're into lots of different kinds of horror things, but... How do you, how does that kind of uh, fit into your self identity? Do you consider yourself Ooh. a goth? Are you do you just love Halloween season, or is it just you enjoy it when it comes around? Oh my gosh, this is a very poignant question, and I love this so much. So I yes, I consider myself a soft goth. Yes. <laughs> Um, cause I'm not somebody who's walking down with like a white face. That's just naturally the color of my skin. Yeah. Uh, I don't make it whiter. Uh, this is just the joy of being a ginge. Um, but no, but I do, I, but truly, yeah, I think that also just my natural style, just the way that it has always been has just kind of been labeled as a little bit like gothy. I got and kind of got like a nineties grunge vibe going on. Like yeah. if you've ever seen the craft, that's like my jam okay um so yeah i'm definitely on the scale of like one to halloween i'm at like halloween i love it so much i love spooky i love creepy i love i mean you've been to my home my home is covered in skulls year round i'm kind of like i have darker tastes already yeah so this is like when my people like come out and we're like yes and it's like more acceptable (laughs) to be our true selves so i'm like pretty i think i'm very high on the Halloween scale. Okay. Whatever the measurement is, I'm yeah. very high up there. So that that makes sense in terms of enjoying the season. I think you had a skeleton out before October 1st? Oh, certainly. Yeah. It may have been... Like on the outside of your home, I remember, as I was walking up. It was early August, I'll be honest. It was too soon. And even no. then, I was like, finally... I just wanted my neighbors to really know what they were getting in for. It was a warning. <laughs> it was a shot across the bow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And now there's like little uh, little tiny gravestones. Like I'm slowly <laughs> just doing more and more. It's going to be great. What is your... So it is year round and you get to really explode during the Halloween season. But wh- why do you think you enjoy 
the darkness and playing with ideas of death and monsters. Is it because that feels realistic that there is horror in life and this is a way to be honest about it? Yeah. Again, these are really interesting. I like nobody asks me these kinds of questions. They're just like, we love your skulls. Um, and I'm like, thanks. And then that's it. Um, that's, I mean, honestly, on a deeper level, I just, I've had a pretty wild life. I've had some really, really, really dark experiences. Okay. Not like with like Satan. I'm just saying like in life. I mean, maybe Satan. I don't know. You can interpret it as you will. But I've just had a lot of wild things happen to me in my life. And I think that I just, it's, I don't relate to like the Hallmark channel. Do you know what I mean? I just kind of have, I think when you've been through certain things there's just a certain deeper level of understanding of human behavior and the human experience that's just i feel more at home with like darker stuff yeah which is not necessarily like an oppressive or depressive thing it's just i feel more at home in that arena like i've always loved i when i was really really little i loved black i loved skulls i loved dark things i loved rock and roll like that's not it wasn't anything that i put on as a teenager i mean don't get me wrong i was not a fun teenager but it's just really (laughs) genuinely like who i am i just like those things yeah um like me and alicia on our podcast joke a lot because she's like we were talking about like what our favorite Halloween movies are. She was like, I love Charlie Brown and the pumpkin patch. And I was like, yep. And I, of course, said the craft. So it's like, that's a perfect example. It's just like that kind of stuff is just fluff to me. Yeah. Uh, not to disparage anybody who likes that stuff. There's a time and a place. But I just like, I've always liked darker stuff. Yeah. I'm always interested to hear other people's experiences because I think there is so much wrapped up in horror stuff, but Halloween in particular. Because part of it is just like, it's the fun holiday. It's the holiday. It's just about getting candy <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. from, from your neighbors <laughs> and, and getting to dress up. And, you know, there's it's all about fun. There's no element of guilt or obligation to Halloween, right? Yeah. So that... You don't, like, have to visit family. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? You know, there's no like, well, you better go scare your mom tonight, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. <laughs> um, but then there is also just the aesthetic of it. There's yeah, the yeah, yeah. That's the word I've been looking for. Wrestling with the darkness. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which that that speaks to me because I think some so a lot of what I what I'll be like, why do I like that movie or story where just awful things happen? Yeah, it's oh, because sure. it's a way to wrestle with reality. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but then there's also just that real basic aesthetic. Like I started thinking about this a couple of years ago because uh, I consider myself goth light. Yeah, <laughs> as well, I don't, absolutely. I don't. I, I'm not all in, but. Uh, uh, but like I, when I watched Sesame Street, the count was just like, yes, <laughs> yes! I like I like that the vampire that's in a castle and there's lightning and bats. And like, oh, absolutely. You know, I was lucky. Nothing you know horrific had happened to me when I was four and going like the count's my jam. <laughs> so I was like, what about <laughs> he that understands. aesthetic? Yeah, he understands the darkness. That yeah. time my toy fell out of my crib and I couldn't reach it. The darkness. <laughs> because <laughs> that was about the most horrible thing I'd experienced at that point sure life. I hope yeah but yeah but there, I, I just think it's fascinating because there's so many different levels to why we like it and why people who are all in on Halloween are like yes it's our time I know yeah I'm like oh I've been keeping a lid on it all year now I don't have to <laughs> I think also especially like you were saying aesthetic like there's a very like witchy aesthetic that's like kind of hip now but yeah. maybe it wasn't always um, so that's kind of made it a little more mainstream so it's easier to be kind of our gothy selves yeah. more openly in in society. Yeah. Oh, I think that's another uh, really good and strong reason, which is in particular our, our symbol of empowerment, right? I oh, mean, yeah. That of in, in times where, you know, women have not been treated fairly or denied their rightful <laughs> so power. So all times yeah, ever. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything except for a couple months in the last couple of years. Besides that, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but absolutely. I did a whole episode about witches with uh, with the editors of the Reductress. Uh, oh, and it right, was right, right. Great. It was great. Uh, um, but I obviously, so obviously, witches are a symbol of empowerment. But I, you know, I think a lot of people who uh, are drawn to vampire myths, it's also like somebody who's an outcast, but they have power. You know. Oh yeah. Totally. So there is like a lot of empowerment in it too. Oh yeah, and I I read. Bram Stoker's Dracula like way too young me too and it was like and it's pretty dense like it's not like a light read necessarily because it's like pretty slow and you're reading all these letters but even then I was like oh yes like way before <laughs> I saw like the movie or like way before Twilight like any of that stuff I was just like I'm into it yeah yeah it's just the best yeah and I think also too like my art if you've well you've seen all my paintings yeah. that are out like I think my my paintings are very much like an expression of self like and they have they tend to have a really dark aesthetic and people are like oh that's intense and it's like no no no, it's not like it's really that's just what i find beautiful like which is why my paintings are in my home because i can i there's nothing that i could buy that i like so yeah. i just make what i like oh that's um, awesome and it's very it tends to be people interpret it as very dark but i'm but it, it doesn't make me feel dark or depressed like it makes me happy like yeah. darker aesthetic doesn't have to mean oh i'm depressed and i'm like you know emo in my room like there's it doesn't have to be that which yeah i think is a, yeah. an important distinction i think your paintings are very alive they're very clearly <laughs> have a lot you. of energy yeah so they never look you. at just like uh this is a still life of death <laughs> 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 i'm like and this is the grim reaper subtle grace subtle yeah <laughs> all right well let's dive into your specific obsession because it is a good one it is the television show ghost adventures now, for people who have never seen it, like myself, I decided not to even try. I read, oh my god, you've never watched it ever? I read the Wikipedia page. Sometimes it's fun for me to go in totally blind, so I know what the Wikipedia page told me. I haven't watched a single episode. I mean, oh my lord. Take us through. What What are the basics? What is Ghost Adventures? Ghost Adventures is a one-hour, unscripted um, reality television show that follows four paranormal investigators who go all over the world including like to romania they go to vlad depeche's castle like vampire shit i'm like yes um but they go all over (laughs) to like haunted locations haunted hotels casinos whatever and they investigate paranormal activity like if it's demonic or spirits or ghosts and it is i just i can't stress to you how how beautiful and stupid it is and how much i love it okay and there's 18 seasons have you watched all 18 seasons certainly not but i certainly will Okay. <laughs> so is this a relatively recent obsession that you started? Did you start from the beginning? Yeah. No, we started, I want to say, it may have been just like a couple seasons ago because Ken and I recently moved in together a few months ago. And I've never had um, television, like access to like cable in my home. Oh, wow. And so he has PlayStation View. So I was like, oh, man. So I got so excited because <laughs> I was like, I'm going to watch Daylight forever. And then so I was adding, he made me a little profile. And it was like suggesting little networks that I would like. And it was like, do you like the Travel Channel? And I was like, I certainly do. So I added it to my little thing. And then it popped up and I was trying to find, I was in the mood for like a paranormal show because it was end of July. So for me, I'm like, it's Halloween. So I was like trying to find kind of a spooky creepy show um that was like that but a lot of them are shitty because it's reenactments and it's terrible yeah. and these like weird people that you're just like i don't i'm this is not hitting the buttons that i wanted it to so i was kind of tried a couple that were just absolute dog shit and then it was like well do you want to try ghost adventures and i was like i mean sure and then we watched one the first one that we watched was when they investigate the titanic museum because i'm obsessed with the titanic as well so i was like this is a dream so we watched it and we were just like oh no this is amazing <laughs> and so now we're like going back and watching a million episodes and it's the best so what makes it amazing is it that they are they 
both sincere about their attempting to find paranormal activity and also have a little tongue in cheek or, or yeah, where does it live it's i think it's a they draw they make a really they found a really good happy medium i think because there's great chemistry between the four dudes who are the leads um and they're and they're so passionate and genuine about it and it just gives you that perfect balance of because they'll do like silly stuff like when they went to tombstone they all wore like cowboy hats and boots and like just goofy shit and so it's like it has the perfect level that they don't take it seriously but then when they're investigating and things happen which it totally does and it's a perfect like ooh, i'm spooky but then it's also like there's times when you're like oh shit is that for real and then there's other times when you're like well that's for sure not real so it's like the perfect fine line where you're constantly thinking oh this is just silly and then something will happen and you're like oh no like demons for sure so it's like (laughs) the best combination of everything and you will definitely laugh because there are a lot of times in night vision so they'll trip or they'll like hear something and scream like we just laugh our asses off but it's like the perfect amount of also being like oh shit this is haunted as shit like this is real so it's, it it checks all the boxes. Okay, okay, cool. I wanted to ask uh, before we dive in too deep into ghost adventures, also just where you are uh, in terms of your belief level in ghosts or paranormal activity. You know, I I vacillate a little bit because I think something that is detrimental to this kind of talk is I think that sometimes the words that we give things can make can make things muddy you know like i'm trying to think of an example because it's like people who practice like pagan religions might call it magic like christians and catholics might call it a miracle like i think there's certain labels that kind of close off people that maybe they shouldn't when it's like oh we don't believe in that and it's like but it might just be that you have a different word for it so i kind of am not really sure i absolutely believe in demonic activity and i have maybe experience some of that a little bit myself so i think that there's that i don't know what i think about ghosts and spirits like i don't think i don't know i uh, oh my god this is gonna now we're gonna really because like i have deceased relatives that i believe have spoken to me beyond the grave but it wasn't scary and it wasn't frightening and it wasn't that they threw something across the room was it It in like dreams it was in a dream yes exactly and it's happened more than once and that particular relative told me that he was going to do that. And he was like, oh, I'm for sure. Like, you're going to know. You're going to see signs. And I was like, sweet. And it has. And I absolutely believe that. And then I've also had, like, creepy things happen. Like, demonic stuff where I'm like, this feels different. Um, so I don't know. I don't know that I believe that spirits, if they die in a home, are stuck there forever. But I'm I'm open to learning more. But the, yeah. but the fine gray, the little gray part that I'm not sure about makes the show so good. Okay, because when something happens on the show and they, they get a reading that's off the chart or something moves that shouldn't have moved, yeah, you, and you you're have like, that feeling no of way. like, this yeah. could be a hilarious trickery on the show's part. This could be a dumb accident that they didn't figure out. Exactly. Or it, maybe it could be something real. Yeah, and there's a lot of times where you're, you're really not sure. And the thing that really sells us is that they're so genuine and like there's been times when they've been really like scared and like they'll like I've seen it and I'm an actor like you can't lie to me you know what I mean yeah. so there's these moments when I'm like these guys really believe this and I can't believe that these men would want to be doing this show for 18 seasons <laughs> if this is all just some producer off camera you know what I mean right. so it's very interesting to think about it's fun to I love like conspiracy level shit like that where I'm like I don't know like it's just so fascinating yeah that makes a lot of sense if they're sincere that you would be drawn in um, yeah. yeah so from my own bias i certainly believe in the possibility of more than we are currently aware of kind of thing right i i just always want like all right did you check every possible yeah. scenario first like if if somebody is you know moves into a new house and, and the door keeps slamming it's like 
have you really even yeah Yeah. yeah, uneven have you really checked the the wind or you know your toddler or you know (laughs) is it the ac like yeah yeah you gotta debunk it that's what they call it on the show oh debunking yeah 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 and 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 i think you know i I really do think about people's point of view and how often are is is a show selling you something because they want you to keep watching or is a does a person really want to believe for some reason you know so i think i'm very i'm very open but also skeptical, like, you know, I, I look yeah. forward and hope for the day when there's like, yes, there is no, no other explanation. And, I, know. I you know. And I get to see something that makes me believe that there's more than we currently know. Absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah I'm with you 100%. Okay. So, I mean, we're talking about a show named Ghost Adventures, so I want to be A, respectful <laughs> and honest that I'm going to make some jokes. So no, please I, do. I wanted you will not to, uh, offend me. Uh, and for our listeners who have different beliefs, I wanted to lay out <laughs> where, where we're coming from. Uh, all right, so um, tell me about uh, what what is what you like best in the episodes. Do you like them when they are the most stressful or the most funny? I like them when it's the craziest stuff, like okay. what they call when when things move, like when things get thrown or they fall. They call it poltergeist activity. I don't know what like differentiates that from ghost egg. I don't know. Okay, but when shit like that happens, I'm like, oh my, like because then you're like because I'm also just. I don't think, like, because Zach Bagans is the lead investigator, and okay. he's also the EP of the show. So I'm just like, I just, I'm not buying, like, he these, the, the men on the show absolutely believe it. Okay. So I'm like, there's no way that after 18 seasons, like, like is 85% of it probably explainable? Absolutely. But then you're like, but there's still a couple things that I'm like, there's no way, dude. Like, right. How the hell did that happen? So when it's stuff like that that really is spooky, I love it. I'm like, yes. Because it's just, it's fun to, you want to believe. I want to believe. You want to believe, yeah. I want to yeah. believe. And even, even if you did have instances where you don't believe, you're still watching a human story because you believe that they believe. So that's going to be compelling yeah. that you're watching something that is truthful from the perspective of the person who is telling it to right. you. Right. And sometimes it's very funny. Like we laugh out loud at least once every episode because his like kind of right hand man is this guy, Aaron, who's Ken's favorite. And he's so damn funny. <laughs> and he'll like scream and they, and they have like they're always like, oh, my God, bro. Like, what the hell, bro? <laughs> like they're super bro and like a lot of like trucker hat. Like, it's just really great. It's as if like Rob Deerdeck's friend started a ghost show. Like, it's just really on point. Um, so it's very funny. You will enjoy it. Yeah. Do they ever have any episodes where they are just totally unsuccessful? They go to a super spooky house with a super spooky history and they just find nothing. Yeah, there's been a couple episodes where they've done that. Um, There was one where it was a little weird because it almost kind of felt like the lady was like mentally unwell. And then it kind of was like a little weird. It was like, I don't know if they should have aired that. But they have totally done that where people are like, oh, yeah, it's spooky as hell. There was actually (laughs) one where this one guy had been on the news and everything and he was claiming this crazy shit. Like 666 had been drawn on the wall of his apartment. And he was like, see, see, look, all this crazy stuff happened. And they didn't find anything anything and then like a day after they left he he, like sent them a picture and he was like no see more demonic activity so i think that again like some people are just looking for five seconds of fame i don't know i don't i don't i can't begin to speculate but there's definitely been a few where they can't find anything and then there's some where they like find a couple things and then there's some that are just like bananas and those are the good ones do they come to conclusions do they ever if they go to a a house or or a place where things go bananas do they go like yep no we definitely think this is uh old aunt lucy who's you know (laughs) mad about her marriage ending this house or or like yep nope this was this specific demon from this level of hell do they do they (laughs) make conclusions 
on the earlier episodes, because we finally just went back to watch season one, which is amazing because the quality is utterly horrible. It is <laughs> phenomenal. Like the cameras are so blurry. You can't even see any. It's amazing. And we bought like the HD version and it's still just dog shit. You it's like. bought the HD. Well, to be fair. 2007 or something like that. I mean, something like okay. that. Yeah. Um, but it's. It was included in one of our Amazon Prime things. So okay. technically we didn't buy it, but I think after our week-long trial, we will buy it. Okay. Which I'm okay with. <laughs> um, but it's, they used to do kind of wrap-ups at the end of the episode where they'd have like a demonologist or somebody like kind of weigh in. But the best part is that now, like on the modern episodes, like the show just ends. Like they're like in the middle of something crazy happening and then the credits just roll. And then Zach comes on the like VO and he's like, as you can see, this was crazy haunted. And then that's the end. <laughs> And it's just amazing because it's never like the timing is so odd. There's no like arc sometimes and just the credits come up and you're like, oh, I guess we're done. Like, all right. Wow. So no. But sometimes they did have one where a woman was in a home where her mother had passed away and she was like, I think it's the spirit of my mother. And they do like all the fun little technology things, which some of them are like pretty fascinating. But other ones you're like, I don't know. But they did like a... Oh my gosh, what's it called? Like a V, like a electronic voice phenomenon, like an EVP session oh, okay. on a thing because we can't hear ghosts because they're outside of what the human ear can hear, of course. And she was like asking her mother, she was like, what's our secret code word? And they got an EVP that said the code word. And the woman like started crying, like it was, it was clearly very moving and emotional for her. So there's times when they're, when she's like, yeah, so it is the spirit of my mother. Um, but like, but then those episodes, you're like very moved and you're like, wow, like this family got closure, like crazy stuff. And then yeah. other ones are really silly. So it really covers a full spectrum. So any mood you're in, Ghost <laughs> Adventures is for you. Uh, so th- this EVP of, it was a... A password to a safe or was it like it was like a I, special word she had with her mom she was like it's a word that only my mom would know it was like our code word for things okay so it wasn't literally like i need to get into our chase bank account no. and i forgot my <laughs> pin she's like look mom where's my inheritance right now yeah no, it was like a family word that only her and her mom knew See, that's what gets really interesting to me about things like this because uh my desire to believe in in things like this would lead me to want it to be romantic right to be like what is this word that only the family knows is like romantic and meaningful but like if it were something pedestrian like like a pin like if it really was like (laughs) it's 827 (laughs) thanks mom from beyond sweet it would still be like oh uh, a voice from beyond with the answer that you want but it would be robbed of like this romance Sure, yeah. Would that change it for you? Would that would that episode still have been affecting if it really was something pedestrian? Like, your first car was a Ford Fairmont. That's the security question <laughs> on the bank They're account. They're like, Corolla. That was it. <laughs> Only mom knew it was a Corolla. I think, actually, if I remember right, it was something that was kind of mundane. But it wasn't so much the word that sold it. It was this woman's reaction. Because okay. it's like she's clearly not an actor like that's what gets you because you're like this is so silly and then something like that happens and you're like this is some lady in like illinois like it's not some lady who's like sweet like i can just tell like it's not an actor and she was very moved and she was emotional and you're like shit like they're like nobody would do that to a woman on as like a prank like and there was no way they would have known so i don't know so i think for me for that one in particular her reaction really i was like oh shit I was like, oh, my God, it's all real. And then there would be another episode or something dumb happened. And you're like, this is dumb. <laughs> so it's like you're constantly vacillating because you want it to be true. But something like that, I was like, that's 
that's intense. Yeah. Like yeah. she was experiencing something real, like on camera, like thinking that they had made contact with her mother. And it's like, who am I to say? I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. So I made a positive impact in this person's life for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you, you've mentioned a couple of memorable episodes. Do you have like one specific favorite one that jumps out or is it uh, the, the mother one we've been talking about? No, actually my favorite one is the one that genuinely, truly scared the shit out of me. Ooh, scared the shit out of me. Which has really okay. only been a couple of them, but I'm also not not super spooked. Like, I don't like bugs. That's, like, as far as I go. Like, if there's a bug in the house, I'm like, ah! But anything else, like, I'll be, like, a little on edge, but I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not somebody who can't watch scary movies or something like right. that. Right. Um, I'm not easily phased is what I'm saying. I'm just, like, very old and jaded. So there's an episode, I want to say it's somewhere in... DeSoto, Texas? Is that a place? They, Sounds right. They Right? I think I made it up, but it's fine. But it is, it's something DeSoto. I want to say it was in Texas, but it was like the DeSoto Hotel where um, there had been like a lot of occult nonsense, like in the basement, like there had been evidence of like, like satanic worship and all this crazy stuff. And who's that like super famous serial killer? I can't believe I'm forgetting his name because in addition to Halloween, all I love in the world is true crime. Um, but who was like... Oh, Richard Ramirez. Okay. It was a graveyard by this hotel where he personally had worshipped Satan. Okay. And they were investigating in the hotel as well as in the graveyard. And it was just the most bananas episode. Like, it legit kind of, like, I felt like I had to, like, sage the house a little bit. Like, no joke. <laughs> I was like, okay, I have the willies. So that one was simultaneously, like, my favorite. and But because I think it was the one that I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, that was, like, legit horror film stuff going on. Yeah. Did they find any uh, paranormal activity? Oh, for sure. I mean, they had crazy stuff on camera. Like, he was... So one of the guys, Billy, we, and can I talk about them? Like, we're friends. We're like, where's Billy? And then we're like, oh, there he is. Um, he's in a graveyard, and he's, like, investigating, and he's... Um, you can see in one of their static camera shots in the background, these three figures that looks like three humans, like, because it's at night. They only investigate at night because it's spooky, spooky. <laughs> and you can see these three figures, but they're lined up perfectly together. And then they're walking like this, but they're walking perfectly in unison with okay. each other. And just like the way that it looks, because it's so almost mechanical, but it's yeah. clearly like three people is it was so bone chilling and they like it got so bad that he actually called the cops like it was he was so freaked out that and then they saw the camera stuff later and they were like oh my god and then there was this other one where he was in like the basement where the satanic worship had gone on and he had actually been saging the basement and he had accidentally touched a fan like an old fan because it's just shit it's just like junk in the basement and he'd accidentally touched the fan with like the sage stick and then later because i set up all these like still cameras with night vision that are just watching everything all the time and it i mean again it's not that we can't fake this in hollywood because i've seen paranormal activity the films yeah whatever like i know we can do it but later you see the fan get like shoved off of this like weird bench it was on and i mean it's not like losing its balance you know it's not like it was kind of tipped over and eventually just kind of fell like something normally would because of gravity like it gets shoved off this table and then they go back on the footage later and they realize that it was that he accidentally hit it when he was saging it so it's just eerie shit like that and i mean it like flew off the thing and then like the light right above it went out like just crazy stuff but they found out that they were the ones who knocked it off 
No, like it just, they felt that if there was demonic activity in the basement, they were angry because Zach had touched it with a sage stick, like oh. literally hit it, like had like charred oh, the fan Oh, like a the spirits bit. were like, fuck you and your yeah, sage. Yeah, so they were like, Get your exactly. sage off my fan. So they were like, why did they push the fan? And it was because when they reviewed the footage later, he like accidentally bumped it. Because they're in the dark all the time, yeah. so they run into things a lot, which is so enjoyable. Um, <laughs> but that episode, there was a lot of stuff. Because like the demonic stuff, when it gets like kind of spiritual, you're like, oh, I don't know. It feels kind of scary. So it was definitely yeah. like, when we finished it, it wasn't like, all right, let's go to bed. It was like, let's maybe... Should we chat for a few minutes and make a few jokes and take the dogs out and then then go to bed in like a half hour? Like, let's turn on some family guy. Yeah. <laughs> Look at some pictures of the sunshine. I know. Yeah. I'm like going on all my like Chihuahua Instagrams like. <laughs> <laughs> Did that one affect you because it is tied to real demonstrable uh, life horror of a, a serial killer? Did that they- part actually, this is what's sick about me, is that that part actually made me really happy because I love true crime so much. And I was like, oh my God, look at this real world connection. Um, so that actually was really fascinating to me. I think it freaked me out so badly is because I think that most religions and most cultures, I mean, maybe that's a very general statement, but I think, like, I don't personally know very many people who would be comfortable using a Ouija board. Right. And I think the reason why, because most people, when you ask them, are like, fuck, no, like, I'm not messing with that. Because I think most people are like... Yeah, there's probably bad things out there. So I think that most people are open to, you know, satanic or demonic, whatever you want to call it. So, and I personally absolutely believe in that. So I think it was like that combined with just the particular footage that they got was just so eerie. It wasn't like, oh, I heard a bang. You know, it was like really eerie stuff. And then they like played over and over and it just like stuck with me so bad. I was like, oh my God. Because you're like, what on earth could that be? Like, that's such a weird thing to see. Yeah. Oof. So there's there's the idea of like uh, yeah some sort of demonic activity something from the other side you know inhabiting a space. How do you feel about the idea of going to like in that episode going to a location where legitimately you know horrible people were, where maybe legitimately horrible things happened? Do you think places just sort of retain in energy, or that there's something about humans where we can kind of sense the energy of a space? Yeah, I think that's what's part of what makes it so interesting is because. They talk about it a little bit on the show because, like I said, they're total bros. Like, they're not talking about, like, (laughs) frequencies and stuff like that. But, I mean, everything does have a frequency and everything is absorbent to to a certain extent. So, and there actually is some, like, theory that, like, specifically wood and stone is a very absorbent thing. And, like, It's a big thing in Twin Peaks. Yeah, like, oh, right. So it's, like, certain energies and, like, violent experiences can leave, like, an imprint and there's, like, residual energy. And I absolutely believe that. And I think... Again, I think that might be something that people hear and they're like, oh, that sounds woo-woo. But it's like, I think especially women. Like when you're walking down the street and there's like, oh, there's a guy, there's a lady. And then somebody walks by you and you're just like, I don't like you and I feel unsafe. Like it's, yeah. when people, it's like reading the room. It's like we humans have that intuition. So I think that there's no reason to believe that physical things can't also carry certain energies like that, which is just frequencies because everything's made of atoms. Atoms are moving. Like everything has a frequency. That's just science. So yeah. There are levels, and that's, again, that's when it gets spooky, because you're like, well, maybe it is, you know, because it's like, they explain things, I mean, they don't explain things, but I, just knowing physics or whatever you want to, whatever you believe in, I'm like, I can rationalize a lot of the things that happen in a spiritual way. I'm like, well, that could be a way, you know, it's like, and it's so fun. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping to get a point in this discussion that one of us.
said that's just science. So I'm really glad <laughs> <laughs> that we got there. But I know what I'm you so mean. sorry it was me. No, no, no. It's great. I know what you mean because it is that is just such a great way to think about it rather than uh, necessarily uh, having a very specific like yes, I here here I have the whole taxonomy of demons and I believe it. Like that's one way of looking at it. But there's this other way of looking at it of like you're saying like the, we 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 obviously have intuition. Yeah. is humans and why not why could that not extend to other parts of the world and oh, in other yeah. ways is yeah. yeah a very interesting sciencey way of looking at it um you've talked about the hosts a little bit um certainly enjoying them as presenters would you want to hang out with them would you want to be friends in real life <sighs> joseph i can't even tell you how obsessed <laughs> i am with zach bagans which is hilarious because i don't ha- i don't what there's no life path where the two of us would ever come together <laughs> like outside of if he's in LA shooting something and I see him at an event or something I can't tell you how obsessed I am with him I'm like equally fascinated and like horrified and like slightly like enamored with it's a combination of many things okay and I think Ken is too so it's okay for me to say that and <laughs> he has a haunted museum in Vegas where he oh, lives wow. where he collects um artifacts from all over the world that are haunted or whatever like creepy dolls and like he has like uh dr kevorkian's van where he did where he performed the assisted suicide like crazy shit like that that like holds energies maybe or whatever um and we're totally going like we're going like this month we're for sure going oh you're going there oh yes all right i can't even tell you how excited i am because this is what i've been saying if there's any life experience that i can have safely and i always like this my caveat that i'm I'm obviously not going to go do heroin in a back alley yeah but if there's any life experience that I can have, I want to have it. I will absolutely try anything once. And, like, take that as you will. I'm not trying to be weird or gross. Yeah. But I really will. And it's like, if there – I I want to go. I want to see what I send. Yeah. Because there's footage of people vomiting, getting bloody noses, At his museum? At his museum. Because his museum just has too much dark energy? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. But it's like people – like, there's a certain doll that has given all these people bloody noses. And he, like, will post – like, I've seen the security footage, and it's, like, a girl running out of the emergency exit and, like, vomiting all over the parking lot. Like, just crazy physical reactions. I saw this big dude, like, pass out, and I'm like, yes! I'm like, bring it on, demons! Like, I'm not yeah. afraid of you. Like, I want to experience... I want to see if I sense anything. Yeah, yeah. So, are you going to prepare yourself in any way? Like... I don't know. I think that's a very I think, interesting I'm just question. Thinking, like, I'm just thinking about, in terms of my, like, run down the logical of, like... You mean people vomit in Vegas? Like, <laughs> it's bananas. You, so, like, you could choose. Like, I'm not gonna have anything to drink. I'm gonna make sure I'm in, like in, entirely sober, you know, or yeah, whatever. Right, yeah, right. Um, in, in really, <laughs> it's like, like running a marathon. It's like, all right, we only had lean chicken today. Lots of water. <laughs> Eat some lean chicken and go to the horror museum. See if the dark energy makes me vomit. Uh, yeah. But are you gonna approach it in any way to like prepare yourself? I don't know. I think that. Here's what I literally think, because I've thought about this, because I've seen certain episodes of the show where, like, each of the guys has, like, kind of their own, like, kind of, like, cleansing ritual, if you will. Yeah. Because, again, like, certain energies and, like, residual shit can be something you don't want to, like, necessarily take home with you. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to, like, bring, like, a little sage stick or maybe, like, say a little prayer before. I think we're going to, like, get there and I'm going to feel it out. Okay. Like, I think we're going to get there and park. And I'm going to see what my witch senses tell me. Okay. But either way, like, I my my personal beliefs are that we can't be affected beyond what we allow. Yeah. If that makes sense. So I'm not going into it fearful. I'm mostly just going into it because I'm a super intuitive person. I think that I have, like, a lot of 
really in-tuned kind of characteristics with things. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm just super excited to see, like, what I feel and sense because it's, like, there's something going on. Like, yeah. And you have to sign, like, a waiver. Like, it's really intense. So I'm curious to see what happens. So Yeah. I mean, it's really interesting. If we come back and all this weird shit starts happening (laughs) to us and our house burns down, then, yeah, I'll be a believer. (laughs) Okay. okay. I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't, too. (laughs) I'll put that right out there. I hope (laughs) Oh, God, this is stone. Okay. (laughs) I hope that your home does not burn down or anything like that. Yeah. No, I'm not worried of anything like that, but I am curious. Yeah. It's really interesting to me just how much... uh, how much energy that humans can put out with their attitude? Because obviously, right. I mean, there, there's, it's, it's obvious we we can sense when one another is angry or you know something's off about someone, yeah. that, or they're not fully themselves that day. We can we can pick up on all those clues, but if everybody there is entering a place that is, even if there's nothing coming from the objects, if that's just like, hey, that's a mirror from the Titanic. Yeah. It's a mirror. Who cares? <laughs> uh, but if everybody in there is bringing all sorts of fear and anxiety. Yeah. You know, is it just sort of like I mean, a I'm sure self-fulfilling that's, prophecy? I'm that's helping. That, yeah, absolutely. I that. think that is the case for a lot of it. And a lot of the stuff that is in the museum is stuff that people have brought to him because they're like, I have to get this out of my house. Like oh, from wow. all over the world. Okay, he's like, like totally free, spooky, antiques roadshow. Just take it. Yeah, no, I mean, he has... Oh my gosh, I don't know why I can't remember names today, but he has like the um another car of like that cult leader who all those people died. Oh yeah. I'm so embarrassed that I can't remember Jim it. Jim Jones? I'm so tired. It, no, it's I want to say it's the guy. It's a different I mean there's been so many murderous yeah. cults. It's we like, don't need to counting? name them. Um but like he has all those like creepy dolls. Like he has the doll that like inspired the Chucky films. Oh cool. And so it's a lot of stuff that people have been like I can't this is come into my house my house has burned down three times i got in a car accident like there was this one lady that got in a car accident three times in the same day and really? she's like you got to take this shit like i can't like so in the same weird... car how did she I manage can't that remember. that's really but impressive. she got like it yeah right i know i was like <laughs> that's just You're a busy first. day yeah <laughs> i was like Good welcome scheduling. to la barbara um <laughs> so i'm i think that there's stuff that's definitely like got some vibes but i think that probably a lot of people especially like in vegas are like let's drink beer and go to the show yeah you know so i'm sure there's elements of both yeah yeah i i found on my wikipedia research a sentence that i was just charmed by oh gosh i uh, can't wait it says groff claims that he was overtaken <laughs> by a dark energy at the moon river brewing company <laughs> It's just a great sentence by itself. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I love it. Zero details. Zero details. Yeah, because it's this section of discussing, like, well, how how real is it to them? Kind of like, uh, so uh, that was interesting to me. But uh, I I just really loved the juxtaposition of, like, like gothic romance horror possessed by dark energy and then juxtapose that with the super modern of Moon River Brewing Company. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was like, well, that's what you get for drinking beer, man. Yeah. Like, it's not good. <laughs> so if you were going to encounter a dark energy, would you want it to happen at like a really modern place like a brewery? Or would oh, you gosh. want it to be like in a gothic castle? Oh, my God. I would love for it to be in like a goth, like a total, like I would love to be in the scenario. Okay. Like, like there's... Like somewhere where something, you know, I mean, in LA, we're chock full. You can go to the Black Dahlia house, like something like that. I would love for something like that to happen there. I yeah. don't want it to happen in my house because I don't want that in there. <laughs> right. I won't let it in. How, um, yeah. But yeah. How would you feel, though, if you went to, I'm trying to think of like, how about you went to like Walgreens to pick up like <laughs> toilet paper, like something just stupid. Yeah. That's just not 
at like all. Like the most mundane. Yeah, yeah. Brightly lit, you know. Yeah. Nothing I, I romantic think that I would about just, it. I wouldn't even think twice about it. I'd be like, well, who stacked that? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if something fell over, I'd be like, no, who? Come on. Like, I'd be looking around like, who did that? <clears throat> I right. I wouldn't think... I don't think my head would go to, oh. So, yeah, if the, if the big tower of toilet paper just got knocked over, you'd just be like, <laughs> Look, I really need toilet paper, okay? <laughs> yeah, boring ghosts. Yeah. So it wouldn't affect you the same. If it, if it was the exact same activity, but in a mundane place, it would not affect you the same as if you were in a place that was already uh, sort of Spooky culturally already. saturated yeah, with yeah. spookiness. I think it would have to be pretty, if I was in a mundane situation like that, I think it would have to be pretty extreme for me to be like, well, that was weird. Yeah. Like, other than just like, well, what's going on? I just need <laughs> cough syrup. Like, I don't, I just want some Burt's Bees and some TP, man. Like, I got to get out of here. But that's mostly just because I'm so busy all the time. Everywhere I go, I'm just like in a rush. Like, I got to get out of here. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I think it would have to be something pretty bizarre for me to to go is this supernatural? Yeah. And also, like, why are you haunting Walgreens, man? Like, there's such better places. <laughs> yeah. Well, CVS. CV- <laughs> and that's just science. Yeah, you get one of those long receipts, and in the middle it says, red rum, red rum, red rum, red rum, red rum. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wanted, I wanted to talk to you about locations, because Ghost Adventures is pretty much always buildings, right? Every once in a while, like, oh, great, a graveyard outside. But they, they go to structures, Yeah, right? I think it's mostly structures. Yeah. Why do you think that is, for ghost adventures in general, but in specific with culture in general, that we're really obsessed with this idea of spirits or demons being focused on a structure? Yeah, like a haunted house. Yeah. I don't know. See, that's another element that makes me think, like, there's some truth to this because it's like, again, something horrible happened in that home. Like, there's a reason why the Manson house was demolished. Like, there's a reason why... A lot of these places do get demolished or completely, you know, like they redid like the home where Nicole Brown was murdered. Like there's a reason why our instinct is like, well, let's change this up. And, yeah. you know, because it just feels weird. It feels disrespectful. It feels gross. I don't know. It feels haunted. Um, I think, you know, does it go back to the fact that the materials of the home are holding residual energy or yeah. something? I don't know. It's very interesting. I, I don't know. I don't know that I've ever heard. I mean. I've never heard like, oh, that field over there is crazy, man. <laughs> like, you don't want to go over there. Right. And we have a lot of famous death fields, frankly, like with things like, you know, I have a, a friend who's an utter Civil War buff and like you go to where all those battles were held and you can go to, you know, uh, field after field where, you know, thousands and thousands of people yeah. died. But we don't, there, there isn't like Ghost Adventures colon Civil War where they go yeah, to the, you they've know. they've gone to the structures that are on those fields. Okay, really? Yeah. So they have had Civil War. Oh, absolutely. This is one of those oh, shows where I can't all. keep, I can't come up with a joke seasons, that they haven't Joseph. done. <laughs> 18. 18 seasons. At season 16, you got to do Civil War, right? <laughs> Nowhere to go. Uh, so how would you feel, though, if, if there were, if they did a season of like no structures, because every once in a while you hear about a, a haunted strip of freeway where there's there's been a bunch of oh, accidents, that's interesting, right? yeah. Um, but that's the only thing, I, only great example I can think of. Uh, yeah, about, that is a good like, example. Outdoors, I don't know. it's so it's so focused on structures. Yeah, I think part of that is, at least for from like a production standpoint, I think they're trying to like isolate themselves in a certain thing to like try to get rid of like noise contamination or yeah. wind contamination. So I think there's part of that. But then also like the big climax part is when they do the lockdown, which is when they quote <laughs> lock themselves into like a haunted house like throughout the night. Yeah. And then that's when they do their investigation. So I think okay. it's part like 
the campy part of the show is the lockdown, but yeah. also just like logistically, I don't know how you would be able to. Because then anything could happen. You'd be like, look at that bag. It's like, well, that's just a plastic bag in the wind. We're but it's park. creepy at night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, if they tied themselves to a tree in the middle of a haunted <laughs> strip of the freeway, I, I would watch that. I mean, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm just realizing there is one where there's this uh, uh, like big cement cross um, like a huge structure, not a huge structure, but like could fit in your living room. Yeah. But like a big, thick, like gothic cross that had fallen over where there had been a lot of satanic worship where they investigated like the forest around it. There's been a couple like forests. Yeah. Because forecasts, for- forecasts, <laughs> forecasts and forests, very spooky, as we all know. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I, I totally get what you've been saying about like uh, places retaining energy, maybe physically, maybe because we contribute that to them. Yeah. But imagining that Ghosts are real. Imagine that the idea of ghosts not being ready or willing to move on from a space. If that's true, do you? why do you think ghosts would gravitate toward homes and buildings rather than a tree or a field or this, you know... The freeway. Yeah, the freeway or, you know, even like something more open. You don't hear about haunted outdoor baseball stadiums, right? <laughs> I mean, I think that if you're coming at it as somebody who, like, subscribes to, oh, yeah, there's ghosts for sure. I'm sure that in death, you live in a home just like you did in life. Because yeah. a spirit is, maybe doesn't know they're dead. I don't know. I don't particularly subscribe to that. What I think we interpret as ghost activity is potentially supernatural. Like I said, with, like, potentially demonic or something like that. Um I think 99% of the time it's just like your AC's on and you forgot. But <laughs> but I think stuff like that is more um, like maybe demons impersonating people because yeah. demons are tricksy. Again, I'm not trying to go like full like book of revelations on yeah. anybody. But I think that that's more like I can buy into that. Um, but I think if I was a ghost, like I wouldn't want to live outside. <laughs> like I'd want a bougie house. Yeah, fair enough. And yeah. also, it would it would be fun to mess with people if I was a ghost. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I like think... a few shitheads that I've met in my life would definitely. <laughs> I'd haunt the shit out of them. You you would haunt their homes. Oh for sure. Yeah. Oh for sure. I mean, you have eternity. I have so many tasks to do. So I'll haunt this house for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. So I'll drive that. I'll make the rounds. Yeah, yeah, you just follow them from I'll home to home. I'll try out a tree as a ghost. Yeah. That'd yeah. be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. Is I don't know. I think to me, there's just something about home is where we live our internal lives, right? And maybe that some of our our fears or ideas or romances about afterlife makes sense of like this is a place. It, it's a time to deal with truth, and yeah. you're your most true self at home. Yeah, and I'm sure that like you know the walls of your home see you at your best and your worst. Like yeah, and your stupidest. You get your, your stupidest, grossest. Yeah. your grossest. <laughs> like it sees all the tears and all the laughter. Like a lot of shit goes down. Yeah, like humans are whack. Like probably not a lot of that is happening in a baseball field. <laughs> so I'm sure that there's a lot more like weird pulsating energies in in structures. Yeah, than other stuff. But I would totally be a tree ghost. Swiss okay. family ghost. Uh, so has Ghost Hunters made you do anything different? I mean, you described the one episode where it made you spend a little bit more time in, on Instagram <laughs> yeah. looking at chihuahuas. But besides that, uh, I mean, you, you're recently, relatively recently in a new home. Yeah. Has it made you oh my God. think about your new home in a different oh, way or totally. do anything different? I don't know if it's because it's gotten me like spooked a little bit, but I definitely notice every single creak 
animal, like every little sound. I have such heightened senses after I watch the show. And we've been like binging the shit out of it. So I think that's also part of it. But also I've lived alone for like 100,000 years. Yeah. And now that we move in together, like he obviously like travels for comedy because he performs. And I'm like, oh no. I'm like, I have to be in this huge big house all by myself because we're like in, because you've seen, and there's all these trees. We're like in a little, like, I'm like, I don't know what's out there. So it's yeah. like thinking about staying there alone. I'm like, I don't want to do that, even though I've lived alone for a hundred years. So it's, I think it's definitely like heightened my uh, a little bit more on edge. Okay, a like bit I, more. My, yeah, but I think it's more just because it's like that's part of the fun, though. Like that's yeah. part of like October and scary movies because there's something fun to be like, oh, oh whew, just you, you know what I mean? Right, there's a catharsis. It's of, kind of a of fun, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like being fearful, not like in a dangerous way, but like like roller coaster fearful where you're like, oh no. It makes like, you feel more alive. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. If you could have any of their equipment in your home, would you want oh, any of their we've discussed it. <laughs> Apparently there's an app for like the spirit box that they use, which is super fascinating. Actually this does kind of talk about frequencies because they talk about, you know, they lo- they use a lot of cameras that are, you know, like full spectrum because obviously human eyeballs can only see a very narrow spectrum of light. Like, that's legitimate. Like, when I see that, I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. And then they have stuff like that that's similar to what we can hear, like the EVPs. But they have, like, a spirit box thing that, like, sweeps the frequencies because certain spirits will, like, speak at different ones. And so it, like, sweeps them. So it's like, bah, 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 bah. like, it's this crazy <laughs> loud box. And they, like, scream into it. And then, like, voices will come through. And it's just bananas. Like, yeah. I'm like... You're, you can't tell me that every you can't tell me they hire a new actor for every episode to say one word for 18 seasons like Corolla. Yeah. <laughs> pin number 8417 like it's just fascinating so I would love to do because we actually found out after we moved in that somebody died in our home okay our landlord was like oh yeah my brother-in-law died here we were like what uh huh come yeah. again um, which we're fine. We're not. We're, we're not bothered by. People it. have died in probably most probably homes, most right, homes, that have yeah. been uh, around for a while. Yeah, I would assume so. I mean, you live in an apartment, like, oof. oh yeah. I mean, shit's gone down. Oh yeah, no. I, I, I after I had been here, I don't know, like maybe two months only. Somebody started telling me, like, you know, LA is extra haunted because oh, for sure. years and years and years, people have come here with dreams, and dreams get. Dreams happen here and dreams get shattered what? here. What do you mean? So I can't relate at all. <laughs> so that I mean, that was their angle of like, yeah, no, I mean, that's haunted. That's yeah. like I was walking around the neighborhood with somebody. It's a very heightened like, city. Like yeah. shit goes down in everything. LA. Yes, that's yeah. Somebody asked me like how donuts were different in Los Angeles once, and I was like, I don't. know. They're just more. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> that is just exactly a LA. More. <laughs> yes, that's very poignant. Uh, that's exactly right. So yeah, I, I I looked into our apartment building. Oh, I know, totally. Yeah, oh, I know. I've done that with yeah. all the apartments I've lived. I'm like, because <laughs> apparently they don't have to tell you unless it's been within like two years if somebody died. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. a short window. Yeah, I mean that's a whole thing. I did a. My friend wrote a play about a realtor who was trying to sell a haunted house. A murder the, house. Yeah, yeah. In 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 the play, the house was just yeah, yeah, yeah. straight up haunted. Uh, but yeah, and it was it was very fun because it, it had that contrast between true deep why are things haunted how does it affect us what right. is the history of it uh and this desperate real estate agent just being like i can't get around the rules but look at this lawn I, I, yeah he's like yeah there's a water feature that sounds really funny <laughs> yeah no it's, it's yeah it's a well yeah 
I have to tell you that someone There's was thrown some in there. There's dismembered body parts, yeah. but look at this. But I, I, I do have to tell you that, yeah, somebody died in the water feature, but oh then, don't worry about God, it. Oh, my God, can you imagine? It, yeah. But, you know, there would definitely be, like, some weirdos who are like, really? Now I really want the house. You yeah. know that there's, like, creepers. Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. If it was, like, a cool, not a cool, that's a terrible thing to say. I was going to say, if it was a cool murder, I'd be interested. <laughs> There's no cool murders. I apologize, everyone. But, like, something historical or very, like, like that would be interesting to me. Yeah, and I, I think that's why I get obsessed with uh, the idea of spirits with a specific perspective or agenda. So, like, if I was moving into a house and somebody just, like, somebody allegedly lived in the well and wanted, not even murdered there, but just, like, their spirit wanted justice in some larger yeah, way. Yeah, like I'd a be spirit like, who didn't get closure. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, well, I understand. A lot of us want closure, want that idea of, like, I can't, uh, this is probably because I'm an obsessive person, like, I like the idea of ghosts who can't let go. <laughs> 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 just like grudge ghost i'm like i understand man yeah yeah i mean yeah no i get that too i think that's when it's really interesting is when they think it's like a spirit like like not at rest because of something yeah that happened or like a trauma or they're like looking for their loved one like that kind of stuff is romantic in a way and very fascinating but then i'm also like i don't know i haven't died i don't know yeah you don't what know what happens. it's like it's yeah like, yeah so you are in the entertainment industry. It is yeah. not uh, beyond question that someone would ask you to host a paranormal show. Would you do it? Oh, I can't even tell you. Dream job. Dream <laughs> job. If they were like, hey, look, we really got to get some ladies on this show because there are absolutely none. Uh, Grace, you want to do it? I'd be like, where's the fucking dotted line? I'd be like, absolutely, absolutely. I would love it so much. Because they get to travel. Yeah. They get to see all these crazy historic places. Like, oh my gosh. Like I like I said, when they went to, to like you know, Dracula's castle, I literally was like, oh my God. I was like freaking out. It's awesome. It'd be so fun. No lines to memorize. No work. Get to hang out with Zach Bagans? Hell yeah. I get to call people bro and dude with no judgment? <laughs> We're going to move on to our how obsessed are you questions. Do you think about ghost adventures every day? Yes. I'm so sorry for the way I am. Why are you sorry for the way you are? Because it's just so, you know, I think it's also just perfect because I also have a very obsessive personality. I tend to like go hard on things and yeah. then I'll move on to the next thing. And so I'm just like in it to win it right now. Right. But I'm also, I'm such an intellectual and I, I, I'm i reading all these books on philosophy and all this like crazy heavy shit. And I have 89,000 jobs and 14 years of lines <laughs> to memorize. Like when it, cut, when it turns 1130 at night and I'm like, I'm not ready to go for bed. I already worked out. What are we going to do? It's like, this just meets me exactly where I'm at. Right. Like, <clears throat> there's no... I don't have to intellectually stay up to speed, you know, like yeah. get up to speed. It's just, it's fine. You're not doing it's an enjoyable. after show about it. It's just for yeah, you. exactly. Like, I don't, I don't need to take notes on it. Like, it's just, it's funny. It's interesting. It makes me think and it kind of gives me a little spook. Yeah. That's what I want. Nice. So after you, you power through 18 seasons, do you think it'll still be on your mind six months after you finish your binge? I don't know. I've actually thought about this because I'm like already, I'm preemptively anxious for what happens when we do finish because then i'm yeah. like well what are we gonna do then like we're full tweakers now like i don't know what we're gonna do because we've tried other ghost shows and they're all dumb yeah and this one is definitely dumb but it's definitely the best yeah 18 I, seasons yeah that there's a particular kind of just sort of a ennui when you finish something and nothing else 
it has exactly the same flavor. I know. It's this like, I need a, a very yeah. specific drug. I need ghost adventures. Yeah. And then when I finish, I'm going to be like, eh. Yeah. Got to settle for some other shit. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of things that are like parts of Gilmore Girls. But the first time my <laughs> wife and I finished Gilmore Girls, I will always remember being sad of like, I will never see my friend Luke again. <laughs> It's literally, I, I was like that when I finished reading Harry Potter, when I finished yeah. watching Lost, Breaking Bad. Now, thankfully, we have the movie. I hope it's not terrible. Like, it's it's like a death. It's like a, it's yeah. like an intellectual death. Yeah. Like, you feel the end of it, and it feels bad. <laughs> and I don't want to go through that. Well, at least it is about a show called Ghost Adventures, oh, so it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you ever had a dream about Ghost Adventures? Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I certainly have. Uh, uh, Zach Bagans was definitely there. I don't remember anything particularly malicious happening but i remember it being kind of a spooky dream like okay. we were like investigating and like stuff went awry so you're just kind of a, a part of it it was yeah just... it was like me and ken were on the ghost adventures team look it was all my dreams coming true <laughs> but i remember like waking up and being like whoa like it was like kind of a scary dream yeah but i loved it okay cool uh <laughs> if you got stuck in an elevator how oh, long would it take no. for ghost adventures to come up in conversation right now <laughs> <laughs> as i choke and die I don't know because I think that I would have such a severe panic attack from claustrophobia that I wouldn't be oh, able to, I wouldn't okay. be like, so have you heard of those? Like, <laughs> I'm here to talk to you about Zach Bagans, sir. And I bring my pamphlet out. I think it'd be more like instant sweats and I'd be on my phone like, oh, we're going to die. So what do we do? What's the button? Can you hit the button? Thanks. Like prying, <laughs> trying to pry out. Um, but if it was like we were on a long elevator ride. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> It could definitely come up. Yeah. It's come up a lot. I feel like people are going to be like, okay, we get it, Grace. You like it. So is it a go-to thing for you right now if you're just having a conversation with someone? Oh, a conversation? Um, if something like spooky comes up, sure. Okay. Or if it's somebody that, (laughs) like Alicia, who I see all the time, I'll definitely like, you know, keep her updated. Yeah. Because she needs to know what's happening. (laughs) You know, I got to look out for my friends. Okay. So you enjoy talking to people about it, I would imagine. Since you're I do. talking I think to me I about enjoy- it right now, it'd be pretty awful if you're like, no, I I'm like, hate I really, about it. actually, it's not fun <laughs> at all. Um, no, I definitely do because it's fun, A, hearing people's perspectives and opinions and what they think and subscribe to about, like, the afterlife and spiritual, like, that part of it is fun and interesting. Um, and it's really fun talking about it with Ken because we do the same thing. We're both like, this is so fun and silly. And then something will happen and then we're both like... Uh is this totally real like it's just it's never not fascinating to discuss we should do an after show about it oh yeah yeah go for it um so only i would watch (laughs) i do not think you'd be alone um so i always think in terms of merch because that's one of the ways that i express my obsession so a couple specific (laughs) merch questions would you buy ghost adventure shower curtains Ooh, potentially like, look, I don't want a shower curtain with four white dudes on it for obvious reasons. But if it was just like a generic spooky curtain, I could get behind that. What if it was the logo with no white dudes on it? If it was just the logo, no. But if it was like something spooky, maybe the logo was like tiny in the corner. Okay. Because I don't really like logos anyway. Okay. Like name brands and logos and stuff I just don't particularly like. I don't okay. like highly specific things. That's like a weird tick that I have. Oh, really? Yeah. For... I like open-ended things. Like I like just black t-shirts. I don't want a black t-shirt that says Ghost Adventures on it. Okay. I have a lot of mental problems is what I'm getting at. <laughs> That's one of many no, ticks that I have. I, I do not think having a specific <laughs> aesthetic is a mental problem. Okay, good. <laughs> But yeah, uh, if it was like a, a, a spooky curtain, 
Okay. I could be open to it. I've actually looked for a spooky curtain for Halloween. But okay. again, they were all too specific. I didn't like any of them. Okay. So this is, can I ask about this yeah. iconography thing no, a little please. bit? Because like, obviously you, you do skulls and you do skeletons and your artwork has like themes to it mm-hmm. where it is it is working through different visual ideas. It, right. Like at least uh, to my eye. Yeah. Um. So how do you find that different than a logo that boils down a show to just this one image? I think it's just what level, to what extent is it open-ended? Okay. Because like if it says ghost adventures, then it's ghost, that's it. Right. But, but if it's like spooky, it could be any franchise. It could be anything. Right. And a skeleton just hanging outside your house could be I mean, anything. that's just tasteful is what that is. <laughs> but it's the open-endedness of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, yeah, this is interesting to like unpack this because it's, because I'm like that, like I just don't like stuff that's. I like subtle things. Okay, is maybe yeah. a better way to put it. I know open ended is is fascinating, and I, as I'm thinking through it, I'm realizing the stuff that you talk about liking and putting putting up in your home is more open ended than I was originally thinking. Yeah, I, and I'm also such a minimalist. I think that's probably part of it as well. Yeah, yeah, and I'm partially fascinated because like I go through this with my own pop culture like shirts. So like I like icons. I like one symbol. Yeah, like very occasionally, if I have to, I'll get something that's just words. It's just like right. ghost adventures. But like, <laughs> I want the rebel insignia. I want the bat symbol. I yeah. it took me forever to find a Doctor Who shirt, and my wife just found on like yeah, I can't remember <laughs> what just Gallifreyan language. So it's just yeah. So a it's symbol. more like so if somebody knows what it is, you're like, oh, it's my people. You know. Yeah, and I guess open ended is a way to look at it because it's just an icon of the entire thing. Yeah, it's not like here's a super busy picture of Batman eighty two. Like you know, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, open ended. Yeah, it's cool. not just like I'm a nerd. It's like, but could I be a stylish nerd? I don't know. <laughs> I'm an open ended stylish nerd. <laughs> I like that. Uh, if a friend on social media constantly complained about Ghost Adventures, would you mute or block them? Oh, for sure. And then we would have a deep, deep heart to heart. So it would get on your nerves. I I think. I don't know that it would get on my nerves so much as I'd be like, okay, look, we got to talk it out. What's going on? Yeah. What are your thoughts? Because yeah. you can't you can't not love ghost adventures. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. But I would be I I would love to hear their opinion as to why. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I know. Right. But yeah, so I mean, I you, just overlook those things. <laughs> so you could engage in a conversation. Oh, totally. But I I think part of the I guess the spirit to me is you get to just enjoy this with Ken. Yeah. And you enjoy it on this uh, spectrum of Super funny, super scary, super everything. Yeah. Um, do you just not want other people's negativity or other people's opinion about it? Because sometimes it's nice in this pop culture world where we do have so many water cooler shows that we talk about to have a right. thing that's just like, this is my thing and I don't need to hear anybody else's bullshit I know, about it. I know. And then some like Twitter guy like, meh. Yeah. Um, no, actually, yeah, that's super valid. With this, I wouldn't mind because I would love, because like I said, I like, I would love to hear somebody's perspective. Yeah. Like if something about them, they're just like, oh, this is, it's because of this. I would want to know what that is because then I could watch it later and like try to see it from that perspective and see if I can glean any more, any more, you know. Okay. Sort of interpretations of things. Cool. Cool. Uh, would you go to a ghost adventures convention? <sighs> I mean, look, I'm not like a convention lady per se, yeah. but like, could I be persuaded to go to a Ghost Adventures one? I think so. Because I've also thought about Crime Con, Ooh. which is where a lot of like the true crime podcasts and shows and all that stuff goes. Because that's like kind of my people. Like okay. middle-aged women from like Wisconsin are like my jam. <laughs> Me and Carol and Barbara would love Crime Con. Um, 
I feel like Ghost Adventures people would maybe not really be my people, but like maybe they could be my people. Yeah. I'd be There's a world where I would definitely give it a try. Yeah. I don't know if Ken would want to go, but I would make him go with me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, conventions, I, I, I love talking about them because they are such a different way to express interest. Sometimes it's really yeah. pleasing to be around people who love the same thing you do. And sometimes it's uh, weird because it's, yeah, it's combative or it's your personal thing and you want to enjoy it the way you enjoy it. But then making it a public thing is yeah. a different kind of energy. Um, and then parking. Then parking. <laughs> it's like look i love zach and aaron but i don't know <laughs> this parking lot better be haunted to make it interesting <laughs> i'd pay extra for, an, for a haunted parking garage <laughs> a haunted parking garage yeah i mean the spirits of just people who are annoyed as shit right <laughs> yeah i know a lot of angry spirits in particular go faster um if one of the hosts of Ghost Adventures ran for political office, would you vote for them? Oh, Lord, no. <laughs> like, if that's... I mean, look, could they do a better job than a lot of people currently in office? Absolutely. Yes. Would I want to continue that process of shitty people in power? Probably not. No. Um, I'd have a good laugh out of it, but then okay. I would have to firmly, firmly veto that. Nope. Big old <laughs> I'd get nope the nope right one. on out of there. Uh, if, if Ghost Adventures was only going to continue if uh, they had a successful GoFundMe, would you contribute to it? Of Literally, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and of course. And thankfully, they do a lot of like spinoffs too. Okay. So they have... Like one that's like Ghost Adventures Aftershocks, which is where they like revisit places that they've like gone to see if the paranormal activity has continued or like, you know, gotten better. And then they have one called Ghost Adventures Artifacts, which is like how we got some of this stuff from the museum. And right now they're doing one about serial killer spirits and they just did one on H.H. Holmes. It's like all my favorite things in one. Okay. Like I can't not have that in my life. (laughs) I would go fund the shit out of that. Okay, cool. If aliens were visiting Earth and you got to greet them, would you show them an episode of Ghost Adventures to explain our culture? No, I wouldn't want them to hate us. (laughs) I'd be like, watch anything but Ghost Adventures. So there is some level of uh, irony enjoyment here. Yes. Okay. I think if they weren't like clad in Ed Hardy and like have a lot of grammar (laughs) mistakes, I'd feel more confidently introducing aliens to Ghost Adventures. But again, these are all things that I choose to overlook because I'm tired at 11.30 and I need things for my brain mush. Got it. So you'd be like, aliens, not everybody says bro. Unless they show up and they're like, hey, bro, we're from Mars. I'd be like, I have the show for you. Come with me. All right. So if it was the right vibration. They yeah. were on a Ghost Adventures vibe. Um, if you were about to watch a new episode of Ghost Adventures, but a bear stole your remote, would you try to get the remote back from the bear? No, I would let the bear go because I know that we're watching it on Amazon Prime and the next one will just come right up. So we're fine. <laughs> we're we're fine. I'd be like, bye. Saved from the bear by autoplay. Yeah. That also, is the I first have the Roku line. app on my phone. Oh, wow. So I'm fine. You can outsmart this bear. I Totally. I got to get a more clever bear for this uh, question. <laughs> You're like, now it's a Berenstein bear. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Which dimension are we in? Uh, here is the last How Obsessed Are You question, a special one for the Halloween season. Uh, if every time you watched Ghost Adventures, someone somewhere felt a brief, sharp stab of pain, <gasps> would you still watch Ghost Adventures? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I'd say like I'd say like a universal like apology to the universe, and then yeah. I would carry on about my way. Because maybe you know maybe they have a side ache. Maybe yeah. they went for a jog. They don't, maybe it makes them feel more it's alive. Not my fault. Yeah. yeah. 
Maybe, Maybe just... they think it's a ghost and they start their own ghost show. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's doing more good than bad. <laughs> sharp pain adventures. I mean, I get sharp pains. Maybe yeah, it's because yeah. somebody somewhere is watching Ghost Adventures. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch Ghost Adventures today and see if there's oh, any man. pain report. I'm trying to think if I have like an episode to suggest, but truly they're all just so delightful. You just jump in anyway, Definitely right? watch a newer one, though. Okay. I think that's a good entry point. Okay. Yeah. Like, find one that has something that's interesting. Like, if you're into, like, cowboys, like, watch the Tombstone <laughs> one. Or if you're into, like, I love Titanic, watch the Titanic Museum yeah. one. Like, find one in the description that kind of is like, oh. Is it Dracula's Castle ones, one? Yeah, maybe watch yeah. one of those. Okay. I think there's, like, three from there. Oh, well, yeah, they're going to get their money's worth yeah. out of oh, they, like, Castle, right? Trips. Yeah. yeah. I interrupted you. What, were, what else were you going to say? Oh, who knows? I have no idea. I've already, <laughs> I didn't even realize you interrupted me. <laughs> well, but I'm thank monster, you. You're so, so you polite, know. and I'm over here just like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> that, that means you're a good guest. <laughs> okay. It's much better than people just going, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, I like the show. Leave, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, next question. <laughs> yes. I'm very lucky to have guests who answer my questions, is what I'm saying. That's ideal. I ask everyone to make a noise to sum up their session what what kind of noise comes to mind <laughs> it's, it's definitely like it's either the like jung, 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 of the spirit box or it's just bro because that's just <laughs> every other it's so amazing and sometimes they ask like just the most hilarious questions they'll like go into like a haunted psychiatric hospital that's like abandoned they're like why are you dead bro and you're just like this is this is amazing. Oh, right. Because I read about that on Wikipedia that they her, taunt the ghosts. Yes. This is like a thing that they're kind of known for. Is okay. that apparently a lot of paranormal uh, investigators <laughs> don't like them because they can be kind of like combative and aggressive. But that's the, but they're the ghost bros, man. That's what they do. But apparently, Zachary, he's always like, I only do that when it's ghosts who are bullying the living and pulling on women's hair and scaring children. Like he like makes he like excuses it for himself okay but it does make for great television only if the ghosts and demons yeah if they're if they're rude ghosts then they're rude back i guess (laughs) are there ones where they are real polite do do they yell out like most of the time what are you upset about bro yeah like sometimes they'll be like you know why are you here why are you stuck here like what are you trying to say like stuff like that that that's really interesting like aaron his like right hand guy is is usually pretty like nice and mellow zach's the one who can get really intense but i like secretly love it and he's like super ripped he's have like these big beefy arms and he's like holding this little record like everything about it is just amazing like it's just yeah. the best now i want to do a show called ghost yellers where i just get to go to places and yell at ghosts oh my i would watch that i would absolutely binge that what is your problem I know. <laughs> or, there's, or sometimes they'll be like, why did you kill yourself? And you're like, oh, no. Like, oh, that's no, not. That's a no. bad question. Oh, gosh. Gosh. Yeah. That, yeah that's upsetting. Uh, all right. <laughs> yes. On a scale of one to ten, ten being the highest, one being the lowest, how obsessed are you right now? Right now? Yeah. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. All right. What What is keeping you from that full half? I think just like my extremely, extremely heavy and completely impossible workload <laughs> okay so you you don't have time to go all if the way i to had 10. time it would like i i'm an addict i have a problem yeah like if i could watch like four episodes a day i would no i understand I, I... <laughs> sadly i have to pay rent <laughs> i think i might start using that uh on other episodes of obsessed or even discussing my own life like i don't have time to go all the I way don't. to 10 <laughs> i want to I know it's like people are like, oh, aren't you mad about that thing? And I'm like, I don't have time. I'm tired. Yeah. No, it is. A, it's a thing. I don't have time to express my interest in the level in the number of different things I like. 
Oh, I you know. know. It's at the whole, level it's, that I would, you know. I know. Because I want I to think immerse that's part myself. Of this, yeah, because you know? I'm so, I'm such an avid reader, and I'm so I read like eleven books at once, and they're all like pretty heady nonfiction. So it's like I can't also be watching, you know, he- like I'm not gonna go read about what the meaning of life is and then watch Chernobyl. Like yeah. I don't have the mental capacity for that. I got lines to memorize. Yeah, yeah, but. Ghost Adventures, yes. (laughs) That's like a cheese it and wine kind of show, and that's what I need in my life. That is beautiful. Uh, We have reached the plugging part of the podcast, so why don't you tell people where they can find your podcast, social media, anything else? You can find me online everywhere at Mrs. Graceface, and you can find my podcast online everywhere at We Have Lives Pod, and it is called Grace and Alicia Have Lives, and it's where all the podcasts live. Yeah, nice. And the podcast podcast. is uh, general... Uh, general talk. What what's the angle of the podcast? It's pretty general talk. It's a lot like um, it's kind of like if my favorite murder and self helpless had a baby. I don't know if you know either of those. <laughs> I certainly know my favorite murder. But it's uh, yeah, I know. Uh, it's we cover we have different topics, and then each episode it's different, and we have little segments that we do. And um, apparently we're very funny. Who knew? Uh-oh. So we get a lot of very nice feedback and very uh, positive uh, responses, which has been like so moving and surprising um but it's fun it's you'll learn a little you'll laugh a lot it's a well-spent hour hour 15 <laughs> i understand we just had hour, mark ellis on and it was like oh. it was like four hours no it was like two hours long but that was great so we have guests every now and then we're cool. obviously we would love to have you on the oh, show i would love to do it um it, yeah so it's a lot of fun awesome check awesome. it out Here's some quick plugs uh, for this show, and then we'll do our final questions. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshot. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter and Facebook is at Obsessed Podcast. You can also check out the Star Wars podcast I co-host that is called Four Center. I do that with Grace's partner, Ken Namsock. So now you can picture <laughs> the spooky home we sometimes record in. Uh, for info on all my upcoming shows in comedy albums, you can check out my website at josephscrimshot.com. You can also support Obsessed by backing us on Patreon. Full info on that, go to patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw. All right, final questions. These are uh, Halloween-specific ones. Great. What, in your opinion, is the best Halloween candy to hand out to other humans? Peanut butter M&Ms. Peanut butter M&Ms. Interesting choice. watermelon uh, sour patchies. Those are two very different choices. Is that because you personally enjoy them? Yes. <laughs> Those are my two favorite candies. <laughs> so that's what I would want. Okay. Uh, M&M full bag or? Mm, I mean, if I'm giving it away to like children, they can right. have like the little sample, like what a, the, the little baby yeah, sizes. little baby the sizes. Halloween sized ones, yeah, I guess. The one with like three peanut M&Ms in it. <laughs> and then like they're all broken and old. <laughs> and they're like weirdly white and like crusty. You're like, mm, That's Halloween. These are, mm, this is a decayed Take what you can candy. get. Yeah, yeah, man. It's better than getting raisins. I'm like, shut up. Take it. Uh, do you, uh, have you lived in places where you are actively giving out candy? Is that something you like to do? Oh, God, no. I mean, I'm actually terrified because I feel like this is the first time we will. Um, not since I've lived in L.A. because I've only ever lived... Um, I lived, I've only ever lived in apartments where they can't really get to you. Yeah. And then I was in a house, thank God. <laughs> like I say, like they're like invaders. Um, and then the house that I was in before this, my, I would always just turn my porch light off. Yeah. And then the front door was kind of off the, you had to, it was kind of on the side. Yeah. So it was kind of not like, here's a house. Um, thankfully. So, but this, it's like, a, we live in like a, it's like an adult house with like a neighborhood. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. And you got a skeleton. It's. I know. I know. Basically that, screaming at kids. That's for me. It's not for them. I don't know. We're going to have to do something. Alicia was saying maybe we should just put like a bowl out there with like food because I don't want to deal with that. I can't. <laughs> Like, I'm tired. Like, putting a bowl out would be great. Or if you could just put a sign on the skeleton that says, this isn't for you, kids. 
<laughs> is really funny to me. I know. I don't know what we're gonna do. I guess we just turn off the lights and just everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, those new neighbors are grouchy." But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, understandable, <laughs> understandable. Uh, if someone dressed up as you for Halloween, <gasps> what would that look like, and how would you feel about it? Oh my god, I would be so flattered. That's amazing. Um, I don't know. I'm assuming they would have like a big red wig and like lots of eyeliner, and I'd be like, yes, <laughs> and probably oh, maybe a chihuahua prop. Oh, like yeah, like a little like a little stuffed animal chihuahua. Yeah. <gasps> I would die. Would you? So, I mean, yes, that would be awesome if somebody took the time to dress up as you. Someone did dress up as uh, me and my brother when we were doing theater. Oh, my uh, God. You've made it. That's yeah. it. This is years you've ago. Peaked. Well, we, we, yeah, it was pretty great because we it was a Halloween night show of our uh, comedy variety show that we oh did. Oh, my gosh. And our friend dressed up as us. Uh, and it sold out. <laughs> yeah, we turned him away. We didn't oh, no. know. We didn't know. We weren't running the box office. But he's like, "Hey, just so you know, I dressed up as you, and then I couldn't get into oh, your show." No, asshole. Oh, that's <laughs> the worst. Just get this like angry tweet later. You're like, "Yeah, I'm so sorry, but can you send pics?" Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and this is you know anyway. Uh, but but where I was going with that is 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 a Halloween fan as a spooky uh human. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Do you yes. think Halloween is for just dressing up is in being anything or anyone but yourself? Or do you feel like it should be more about dressing up as something that's involved with spooky or horror? I think actually, now I'm going to get like super meta. I think that Halloween should be more about dressing up fully as yourself. Like it's the time of year to stop putting a lid on it for right. who you are. Because it's like, this is the time. Like... Let it out. As yeah. far as a literal costume, I don't have the energy for that, but I super respect people who do. I like when people do it and it's like clever and I can be like, oh, I see what you did there. Um, <laughs> but as an actor, like I'm not like, ooh, a costume. Like I, it's, right. not, it's kind of a lot. It's not that I, I'm not happy to wear a costume, but it's just not, I don't know. It feels like work to me, I guess, in a way. Like I, no, in a good way, but I'm not like. Yeah. I won't be going as sexy Iron Man is what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm really sorry, everybody. I'm tired. Did you, did you get a specific request? That's very specific. <laughs> People will not leave That's you alone. That's the one they want. <laughs> I need sexy Iron Man. Um, yeah, I, 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 I struggled with that uh, because when I put on a costume, it's to do something. So right. the idea of just like, what, dress up as a plumber and don't do a comedy sketch but just stand there as a fucking plumber <laughs> and you just weird. drink <laughs> you just drink like but then when i say it out loud that, that sounds pretty good too. I mean, so yeah i hope you come to my party as a drinking plumber now that i think about it <laughs> yeah, i'm just gonna walk around with an actual plunger <laughs> i'm like you know what while you have that <laughs> i need a martini and this plunger and i'll be happy at your halloween party <laughs> the final question for everyone on the podcast is what is happiness Oh God! Right? Have you asked me this before? I did, and I don't remember what I said. I'm like shit. And what I, is I don't. I, I didn't look up what you said before either. I remember it being insightful because it was you tied it into Chihuahuas, and I believe it was <gasps> insightful. Well, they are happiness. No, I think that's actually good to ask people who because it's like it because it, it changes. Yeah. Um, what is happiness? I think. Oh, happiness is having. An end game or a goal that you're working towards and there's people alongside you to recognize and celebrate the progress with yeah. you. That's really cool. And that's it. That is a, uh, I mean, a lot of happiness discussions are the reminder of like, it's not all about the goal, it's about the journey. Yeah. And I like yeah. that you 
started with the goal <laughs> instead, yeah. but but enjoying the journey because I I do think it gets to like a a deeper thing of we there is so much that we don't know as humans. It feels really comforting when you're like I'm doing X and I'm focusing on X because it sort of to me quiets a little bit of yeah. the like what am I what am I doing like it is such a nice feeling when you're like I today. We are going to this <laughs> haunted, haunted museum. museum. <laughs> that is what we are doing today. Yeah. We're, and I'm enjoying the journey. And then when I get there, I'll enjoy being there. And then I will yeah. enjoy having been there. And it's like you get to enjoy sort of like the whole cycle. Yeah. And find happiness in all aspects of it. Yes, absolutely. And I think for me, the most important part is having people to do it with you. Because I've like the best part for me as an actor is when I get to tell my parents that I booked something. Yeah. That's kind of it. Like, that's the best part. Yeah. Because having them seen me aspire and work towards something my whole, like, literally my whole life. And then when you get to do it, and it's, they know, like, the blood and the sweat and the tears and everything else. It's horrible. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> like, having them recognize it, knowing all of the backstory is yeah. just, like, the best. Yeah. Have somebody like be proud of you knowing the full story is yeah. just the best feeling. Yeah, that that is such a great moment of like, not only yeah. did I accomplish it, but now I am really, it, it's really real because I'm expressing it to someone else. Yeah. And it's like a celebration, but also like a just a, a sigh of relief, right? Yeah. Oh my God. I know. I'm like, thanks for the past 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for multiple good examples of what is oh, happiness. That's pretty you. great. And also chihuahuas. And of course, chihuahuas. Yes. Chihuahuas are happiness. Oh. Thank you so much for doing the podcast again. Thank you so much for having me on again. Absolutely. What a pleasure. Thanks for letting me just like yap at you for hours on end. <laughs> Yapping is Not the unlike point. a chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> that is our podcast. You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. There are things in this world that we will never understand. Understand.